Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Welcome in your weekend, everybody. Time for another episode of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Casino and Resort. It is Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We are into late July. We've got the British Open. More importantly, we are on the verge of football season. The Bears report next week. We gave you a little Big Ten college football preview last week. More football preview in the weeks to come. And today we'll look at the Bears opponents inside the NFC North. Mike and I will do a little deep dive. We'll still talk some baseball, get ponies from Jim Miller, and give you some best plays. So we got a full-loaded show. And as always, Mike, it's a pleasure to be talking sports and sports gambling with you and everybody else. I love you, Carmen. Good to see my buddy Eric Ostrowski. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we're putting it together, getting it down. Carm last week falls and gets it up. Finally. And gets it done. 1-0. and oh. I go 1-2. and two. Uh, lost a couple toughies, but you know what? Baseball, two and two. That's the way it is, folks. I mean, it's a grind, and uh, we're in the midseason of grinding right now, and uh, it's just great to be on with everybody. We're going to be talking some football, but we got plenty of baseball left, and I don't know if we're going to sell yet. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if the White Sox are just going to fold and say we forfeit the rest of the season. We'll see. <laughs> Mike's an early riser, but you got to love this time of year when you get to watch oh, the British Open God. in the morning, huh? Uh, let me tell you something, Carm. I'm up at 10 to 3. I watch every shot. So and good. what's great is on the on, on USA Network, they show the whole thing. Yes, it's great. We can't get the Masters for the whole thing. We can't get the, uh, the U.S. Open for the whole thing. But yet we can get this wonderful tournament. Uh, I, I did very well today. Good. Uh, Stuart Sink was a gimme at minus 125 over the amateur uh, Lambrecht, who ended up shooting, like, I think, plus eight today. Yeah. Uh, he just fell off, and I, I wish the odds would have been be- a little bit lower, but I took it. And uh, also, Rory, I, I, listen, uh, Victor Havlin, I always go against him. Rory beat him by one. Mm. So those were my two main plays today. Uh, I got other things I'm going to be doing, but to be betting golf. I mean, I was up 50 bucks before nine in the morning. You got to love that. <laughs> I mean, and you you got to see the good stuff out of Brian Harmon. By the time I put it on, oh. it was he had already torn up the golf course because he went out early. Well, that's morning. great because what happened is after hole ten, I bet him at plus two seventy five to win the tournament. It's going to be tough to beat him because of not him. He might screw up a little bit, but who's chasing him? Right, right. You don't have Kepka. You don't have Scheffler. You don't have Rom. They're not the guys behind them. Okay, you got uh, Fleetwood. Fleetwood, yep. He's known for folding on Sundays, but that doesn't mean he would this time, especially at home. But most of the guys, if you look at the leaderboard right now, Carmen, I think you might have it in front of you. I don't know. I do, I do. Name me the guys behind so, him that scare you that are going to catch Harmon. Sepp Straka, no. Yeah. Jason Day's kind of interesting. Straka was uh, a minus eight today. Unbelievable. Sepp's, uh Jason Day's kind of interesting. Yeah, he's made a comeback this year. He's won a tournament, and he's also done well in a couple majors. You've got Spieth at two under playing well. Um, names like that, you know. But if you're, the weather's going to be bad. It's going to be bad Sunday, left, it sounds like. And you're up four. I know. He's, you're up four. He is, big. he is the favorite now, Mike. Halfway home as we uh, tape here on Friday afternoon, halfway through the British Open. And it could change in three holes. It could, especially out there with the weather. He yep. is plus 140 
to win the tournament. Now, Tommy Fleetwood is four to one. Rory is eleven to one. Oh, he was Jordan great. Spieth is sixteen to one, and Jason Day is eighteen to one. Rory's been good to me the last two weeks. I had him last Sunday, and I uh, uh, live betting consistently, and he did it in the Scottish Open, and then he wins by one. And he gets a birdie on 18. He's been really clutch, but he can't keep his drive straight. And, man, I don't know what I'd shoot on this course. Oh, my God. It looks dumb mean, of those bunkers. And that 17 and 18 look impossible. You know what's great? It looks like the par 3 right off the, the Kennedy there, the, the old par 3 by the Ramada. Um, mm. There used to be a par 3. It's all weeds now. That's what it looks like. <laughs> somebody should push. Somebody should reopen it. Reopen I mean, it. really, how much maintenance is done on those courses except for the greens? You know that's a good question. I bet I bet it's more than we might think. I know they got to cut the think. fairways. I yeah. know that because you got these weeds that. But I it's mean, very it's, natural. It's very left untouched. It, yeah, I love it too. I'm I with you. Love it, I get man. a kick out of it. I think, I think it, it's my favorite tournament now because nobody's around for three hours. It, I could be alone and just watch this thing. Yeah. I and get, it's beautiful. I, you can't do it because you got to go to work. I know. I would love to go see it one day live. Me too. It'd be too. fun. It oh, really absolutely. would be. Absolutely. Odds couple in uh, Liverpool. I'm, I'm down. I'm down for I it. Mean, that's seriously. for sure. Uh, we're lucky if we get something across the street, a sandwich. My, Mike joked about <laughs> uh, the White Sox here as we approach yes. the deadline. They've kind of limped out of the break the way they've That's limped the right around word. most of the year, right? I mean, it's just, you know, it's I just I mean, Eloy's ticky-tacky. You got Vaughn now day-to-day. Yeah. I mean, it's getting tired. Moncada's back. What is he, Joe Creedy after Joe Creedy's I eighth mean, year? It's, it's, it's a, over. It's a great comp. If you're having a bad back already and you're, like, in your early 20s. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. You're done. You're right. It's hard. Scott Rowland. Who's getting going into the Hall of Fame? Believe me, I'm not excited about either guy. Watched them both play. I never said, boy, these two guys got to get in Hall of Fame, but it's open to everybody now. But Scott Rowland was eventually forced out with the bad back. At least he put together a hell of a career. Oh, a heck it of a career. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. Look, everybody, if, if you were halfway decent now, you got a shot at the Hall of Fame. I give him credit in the world. He had to follow Mike Schmidt, and he did a damn yep. good job. Yeah, good point. But the bad back. Is a bit it's for a, a third baseman, Joe Creedy. I remember oh, Joe yeah. telling me I was friends with Joe. Yep. He goes, It's my bat. He's a killer. Yep. yep. It sunk him and never like he could never really materialize materialize the way everybody thought because of that back injury. But I'll right tell you this. That. We gave up Chris Sale yeah. for Mancada, and I'll tell you this, he's not as good as Joe Creedy was. No he's way. So frustrating. And he was I supposed know. to be. And Kopech continues to be frustrating because you oh. see the glimpses every once in a while, but yeah. you can't put it all together yet, you know, and the clock's ticking and all this it stuff. It seems like some games he pitches scared for some reason. Something he's tentative. Just let it go. Yeah, right. Just attack. Uh, unless he's afraid to. Rock and fire. I mean, he's had a lot of injuries, Kyle. These guys here, and, and I, I'm going to continue to dwell on this a little bit. I haven't brought it up lately. Uh, the MLB Network, DeRosa, bringing it up. Uh, Mark DeRosa saying uh, that the, there's two, three teams in baseball where the players are allowed are the ones to say when they're ready to come back. And one of them, he says, was the Yankees, and the other one was the White Sox. Mm. So if you got an injury and you still don't feel 100% where they used to run you out when you were 80%, 85%, now you may say, I'm sitting till 90 95%. But something's definitely wrong. I mean, Eloy's going down. He's 26 years old. Constantly. I said I had a 63 in Palatine that, right. that didn't break down as much back in the day. Constantly, I know. Come on. Twins are a minus 160 favorite to open up the set in they're Minneapolis tonight. Ball. Yeah, they've come out of the break, played well. Joe Ryan's pitched well. He's been terrific at home. He'll start opposite of Lance Lynn. Joe Ryan's allowed two earned runs or fewer in Six of his nine starts at Target Field. Your splits are family. really good. 
You remember yeah, Joe's the family? The Joe Ryan family, of the, course. The, the, his father owned that lumberyard down by the by the dwarf. How could you forget them? Sox uh, dropped two or three in Minneapolis in April. They're just 10 and 12 straight up at Target Field since Please, 2021. I, so, I know. God, I'm with but, but I like what they did against the Mets, in a way. At least they, they bounced back and won fight. that last one. I mean, they're fighting at least. But, I mean, uh, some of the games, it looks like, man, they're just throwing the mitts out there. They're just throwing them out there. How about the, and I don't know. How about the Orioles overtaking first place in the AL East? What a story they're becoming. I, I mean, my God, Tampa Bay. How now I don't it? regret ta- not taking Tampa Bay, remember? <laughs> That's right. Right? Yeah. I was all mad about it about a month ago. I'm going, calm, calm. You're going, Mike, calm down. Mike, calm down. I go, I can't. I can't. You're... Tampa Bay's winning every day. And then all of a sudden, now they're losing every day. Now, you uh, had the Rangers bet, though, too, I right? Have the Rangers. That, that's looking beautiful. And they've come out smoking here at the start of the second half. Yeah, BB took the cup over. That's in a balance right now. Yes, that one is kind of. Come on. That's going to be close, right? Come on, BB. Well, remember the way they finished last year? Hot. Yeah, I mean, if you could get that going But they're going to start selling, maybe, and they I'm afraid, might. guys, please don't get rid of Bellinger, but I know they're going I to. I think they're please. going to. All these guys I like, they get rid of them. I mean, can't we just keep a team together like they used to for three, four years? I watched the 69 Cub thing the other day on Marquee. Now they played a lot of years together. It was an exciting team. They didn't have the playoff structure. No doubt if they had it back then, they would have made the playoffs with the amount of teams making it now. Can't we keep the teams together? What's wrong? Why do we have to trade everybody? Trade it off and get prospects. Oh, God. The new way to do it. Haven't we been, the, the new way, bad way. Yeah, right. Huh? For the White Sox, it's the bad way. That's My God. Uh, coming up, our buddy Luke Pergani from PropSwap. We'll talk British Open, some football futures, baseball now that we are uh, almost into August. And look, a team like the Orioles. Boy, if you had a ticket on the Orioles a little while ago, it's a valuable ticket. So we'll talk to Luke coming up. We'll give you a little breakdown of the NFC North later on. We'll give you our best plays before we're done. So don't go anywhere, folks. Just get warmed up. Tons to do. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Casino and Resort. This is The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple on this Friday. Hope you're enjoying your day. We're getting you set for the weekend. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week. Catch up on demand. On the ESPN Chicago app, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Make sure you've got that app. Also, speaking of apps, make sure you have the PropSwap app where America buys and sells its sports wagers. And every week we talk to one of the founding members. He joins us now live on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It's Luke Pergandy. Easy peasy. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, buddy. What's up, Luke? Brian Harmon. Here we go. Mike Woo! and I were just talking about it. He's a plus 140 favorite to win the British Open as we are halfway home. Uh, six under today. He's 10 under for the tournament. And what was Brian Harmon when this thing started, Luke? Yeah, we've seen 101 tickets posted already. We're only uh, two days through here. I think we'll find even higher as, you know, Saturday turns into Sunday. So, um, yeah, we've got a couple 101 tickets. Of course, if you bet $100, that is now worth almost $5,000 because he is nearly even money. Um, so just, you know, just like we talked about the U S open people that sold the Ricky Fowler tickets made a lot of money going yep. into the weekend. Mike had asked the question, you know, okay, let's look who's behind him and who might threaten. That's right. If Jason day can keep that yeah. back feeling good and healthy. I mean, at, at three under seven shots off the lead, like seven that, away, baby. that might be one to take a look at right now, Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still 20 to one odds. Yeah. On prop swap. 
So definitely still some value left with only, you know, halfway home here. Yeah, I just was looking at the guys behind them. It's, you don't have Scheffler behind them. You don't have Ron behind them right now. You don't have any of the big boys behind them. You don't even have Rory behind them. You have, uh, you know, guys like Stuart Sink were up there for a while and yeah. stuff like that. Harmon's playing solid golf. I mean, he's not making any mistakes. Uh, but this was this is my favorite tournament. I mean, you see the tournament from beginning to end. And you're up early in the morning. You can bet your golf. And I would say right now, it's hard decision. Whether you want to get rid of the, I know what you're going to say, Luke, sell the Harmon ticket, get the money, reinvest it, get some money for that. But he's got a four-stroke lead. The weather's coming in. They say it's going to be bad tomorrow, but even more brutal on Sunday. Yeah. Now, that could affect Harmon. But if you're trying to catch a guy four strokes behind, that's somewhat of the decisions that you have to make when involving prop swap, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Look, it's it's a personal decision. We completely understand that some people don't want to sell, some people don't want to hedge. I get it. You know, this guy's a 36 year old American playing, you know, overseas. I, <laughs> and, you know, I, get like, rid of again, <laughs> yeah, like to me, sell it and then put put 10 percent back down if you want to hold on to 90 percent of it. But just you're you're so the guy's plus 140 here with two days left, like. Please take something, but I'm biased. I understand. So, personal decision for sure. Two PGA Tour wins to his credit. Let's see if he can pull this off. Mike and I were also talking about the Orioles. They've surged into first place. They've won 10 of 12 games. They won the first game of a long weekend set down in Tampa last night. The Rays are really struggling, just 2-5 and five out of the break. They've lost 6-7 of seven at home. The Yankees, even though they're above 500, are dead last. That division we know is brutally tough. Doesn't look like Aaron Judge is coming back anytime soon. My point is, you could have had Baltimore uh, at a nice price not too long ago. If you're looking at World Series odds right now, and you know maybe you still consider them at their age and with their inexperience to be a long shot for the World Series. They're 18 to one, but boy, they they sure seem to play with a lot of confidence. And there's something happening in Baltimore, Luke. Totally. So Baltimore earlier this season was 110 to one odds. Mm. To win the World Series, to your point, they are now down to sixteen to one. Mm. So that is a prop swap special for sure. Um, and the Phillies, man, Phillies have made a I nice know. little run here. I Phillies know. You guys some, brought them up to... a couple weeks ago. Yep. You two guys. Yep. yep. Yeah, we Carmen and I were talking about them at forty to one odds. That's right. About three weeks ago, they're now down to fifteen to one at some bucks. So you could have tripled your money in two weeks. Do you see any? Like I said, I don't know if Baltimore's a real heavy team that's bet a lot. You know, in terms of like what kind of obviously they're a historic team, but I don't know what kind of handle they generate. Like, do you or do Texas you guys, or do you, Texas. or Texas? Another great one. I mean, do you yep. guys have any yep. any Baltimore tickets for sale? Yeah, yeah, we've okay. we've sold more Texas than Baltimore. Obviously, okay. Dallas yeah. is larger <laughs> yep. city than Baltimore. Um, so just kind of a faction of that. And we're, we're live in the state of Texas too. So there's demand right. from there. Um, awesome. so yeah, a few more, uh, Texas than Baltimore, but Baltimore still East coast town, cool stadium. You yeah. know, we've, we've seen a few, okay. you know, there's, there's still some interest and obviously popular division. Yeah, absolutely. Best uniforms in baseball. I Great love the uniform. Baltimore uniform, and I also love the fact they're back in it. But Texas is a sleeper, guys. I think. Yeah. I, I bet them at the beginning of the season to go over at eighty-two and a half. I thought maybe they'd have. They had some issues at the uh, before the All-Star break, but now they're doing okay. But I'm with Luke. I mean, if you have like, look at the people that had the Tampa Bay tickets, maybe a month ago, sure, and held on to them. Yeah. Now what? You know, now you're I mean, starting so to feel the pressure now. Now you're, that's right. So, you know, I guess the the lesson to be learned about prop swap is if you got a chance to cash in, don't wait too long, right, Luke? You better you better yeah. have good timing. 
Yeah, so Texas is down to single digits. Like they're they're down to nine to one. Nine to one. Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. They really are. They've played great here, too, out of the break. They haven't lost yet coming out of the break. All right, Luke, enjoy uh, the rest of the weekend. You get up bright and early and watch all the Come uh, out, British Luke, Open? Come on, get up with me, 3 in the morning, yeah. baby. Uh, and now I'm about to go to Del Mar opening day, so it's been oh quite a... Oh, my uh, God, what a day. Are you quite, kidding? Quite a sports day, yeah. Oh, my God. Are you spending all weekend out there? Yeah, pro- yeah, I'll stay here until Sunday night and then fly back to Chicago on Sunday night. Awesome. All right, well, have a great weekend, buddy. Enjoy the races. Enjoy the rest of the British. Uh, and we know you're busy on these weekends because there's a lot of buying and selling that's happening at PropSwap. So everybody get the app. Go to PropSwap.com. We'll catch up again next week, Luke. Okay, thanks, guys. Looking forward to it. Have a nice weekend. <laughs> oh, easy peasy. There's our guy, easy peasy. There he is, Luke Pergandy. We love him. I used him. to love to do all that traveling. Forget about it. just going through his itinerary. I was starting to doze off. Right. You're like, no, you like being in the house. You oh, like in the him. house now, man. Forget about it. And now, the occasional, get like that. The occasional round of golf, you know. Two days a week, I play golf, and then the rest I try to stay in as much as possible. We go out. I'll go out for dinner tonight, me and B, maybe once a week. We yeah. Say, but, I mean, I mean, you're. You're on the run all the time. I that know kids. that's it's it's that's the age that uh, I'm the at. Kids. The kids are at exactly. Yes, we're on the run a lot. Take the, the wife kids. out. You got that? Yeah. What they call it? The date night. Date now? night every once in a while. Sure, you know you got to keep. Uh, you got to do that every once in a while. That's awesome. And let's take a uh, let's take a look at uh, the NFC North a little, shall we, Mike? I'm uh, ready. Let's go. Let's do this. We'll take a quick timeout. Ferris. When we come back, we'll we're going to start breaking down some of the Ferris. things that we think might happen inside the NFC North. We'll give you division odds. We'll talk Ferris. about over unders. Bears. Bears. <laughs> all the overs are juiced uh, in the NFC North. It's kind of interesting. Why do I feel so, a tension headache by mid-October? Wow, well, that's a great point. So <laughs> We're going to do some of that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. we got more to do. Jim Miller's going to give us ponies. We'll give you best plays. i got a baseball game, an angle I, I like too. in one of the games tonight. So we will do that. We'll preview some football for everybody when we come back. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Casino and Resort. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by Circa Casino and Resort. Every week, you got Mike and Carmen with you talking sports and sports gambling. Catch up on demand all weekend long with the ESPN Chicago app. Encore replay this weekend, Saturday morning from 10 until 11. Follow Mike on Twitter. He's at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Let's talk about the NFC North as we start to preview football more and more. Here as teams go to camp next week. The uh, teams in the Hall of Fame game already reported. Taking a look at the Bears division, the NFC North. Here are the way the uh, odds line up for your division crown. I'm also going to give you the total uh, and which way the uh, juice is going right now, whether it's on the over or the under. So the Lions are the favorite at plus 135 to win the division. Their total sits at 9.5. The over is uh, juiced to minus 130. Vikings are plus 290, with a total sitting at 8.5. Again, the over, minus 135. The Bears, the third choice at plus 375. Their total is 7.5, over minus 145. How about that? The Bears mm. over, getting a lot of action. And the Packers at plus 425. Are your longest shot on the board? Seven and a half is the total, and the over is minus one thirty. So, do we think that's the way the standings might uh, end up at the end of the year, Mike? What do you think? Lions, Vikings, Bears, Packers. Well, first of all, Carm, I'm going to tell, tell you I've been on three, four different shows this week promoting uh, not only the Raging Mouth episode, which episode one was up, but mm-hmm. on North to North, but uh, also talking Bear football. And people ask me about the Bears, for instance, and I say it's fifty-fifty, fifty, maybe. 
that they could have a six and two start. Fifty percent mm. they could go two and six, maybe somewhere in between. I said, if we are four and four after, or even three and five after eight with the football team and the way it was last year, where they only won three games all year, we might be not satisfied, but at least we'll be hopeful. But I got a feeling the, bear, the Bears are going to go over at the minus 145. Yeah. And I also got a feeling that uh, Green Bay could go over. Okay. Mm. At their, their, the over-under for them was what? Seven, seven and, and a half. With a new quarterback. Yes. And then Detroit. Nine and a half at minus 130 with the over? Yes. I'm going to amend that. I'm going to say Detroit's going to be the over team. Okay. The Bears, it's a, a up and down. I don't think you and I talked about it. I'd even touch that one. Minnesota, I, I, I like the under. I like the under, too. Yeah. I like the under with Minnesota. I just think they've had too many – there's too many question marks with that organization. And Kirk Cousins, you know what, he gets you so far. Yep. And I don't think there's a whole lot of ta- – you do have Jefferson, I understand that, but I don't think they have enough. The Vikings, uh, I, I am – look, we, I, I cashed a couple of tickets on the Vikings last year because I, I, I was a little bit more bullish on them. I didn't think they were going to go 13-4, and four, and it's impossible when you look back at last year and remember And all how, the games they won it, by it's ridiculous, point, Mike. two or three, right. They, so they were awful in one-score games in 2021, and that's why right. I kind of liked them last year. Last year in one-score games – they, they went great. 11 and 0. I know. Are they going to do that no. again? No. All time record. The Vikings were outscored by 87 points in the first right. three quarters of games last year. They still managed to rip off a 13 and 4 uh, season because they did lead the NFL in fourth quarter scoring margin. But I'm with you. I think that comes back down to earth. If you look at their ATS numbers a year ago, they were just 7 and 9 against the number. They were 27th in overall DVOA, and they still finished 13 and 4. So I think there's some regression coming, not to mention. Mm-hmm. They've got the Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, yes. and Bengals all on the schedule. I took a gander at their schedule, right? and it's not pretty. How about Green Bay? How do you feel about Green Bay? Seriously, you know, they've had the Bears number, but you know what? Because of Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers last year digressed big time. Okay? I know, he did. And I think he's going to have the same situation with the Jets, especially they got the hard knocks coming in. There's going to be all sorts of other commotion going on. But why, you know, with a, a quarterback that's hardly played, I mean, you know, seriously, at all, and you see them with that total. With seven and a half. With yes, all. I think the total's high. If you lost the great Aaron Rodgers, wouldn't you think it'd be four, it, four, or five? I think it speaks probably to. Of the organization, maybe? Yeah, some of the stability at, at other places within the organization. And nurturing and, the quarterback over the years? Yeah, and just some of their overall talent. I will say this. like if They do have good overall talent. They do. Not name talent. Right. They don't have the Sterling Sharps walking through that door. Not not right now. Although, no. I mean, Christian Watson last year in the but second half of the season. Name. He's you not yet. Right. Look, right. Christian Watson last year, weeks 10 through 18, mm-hmm. 31 catches, 523 yep. yards, seven touchdowns. Only Jarek McKinnon and Greg Kittle had more receiving touchdowns over the final nine weeks of last season than Watson. He really started to flash. I think they believe in Romeo Dobbs. They drafted Jaden Reed, a local kid from Naperville on a Michigan State to add to that yep. wide receiver room. They drafted uh, a tight end, a little bit more of an inline tight end, maybe not the kind of dynamic playmaker, but still addressed a position of need for them. And if their old line stays healthy, that'll be a big win for Jordan Love because they were inside the top 10 last year in pass block and run block win rate. If they can stay together, if Bakhtiari can stay healthy, 
There is a lot of talent still, I think, on that offense. We just got to see what Jordan Love has. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, I'm, I, the, the Justin Fields, I mean, yesterday uh, on, on social media, they're showing his greatest runs, and they're showing that other peers say what kind of exciting runner he is. I don't want to see that anymore. I know. We know he can run. Throw the damn football. you got to be accurate. Oh, on Madden, I guess because of velocity and because of arm strength, he's rated high. But where's the accuracy on Madden? They don't even list it, you hmm. see. So my point is I think we're putting too much stock into what Justin Fields is going to do, what the offense is going to do. And in the meantime, you know what we've completely ignored? Uh, The defense. And Eddie Jackson boasting the other day on Twitter and social media saying, I'm going to have a huge year. Then you hear Justin Fields saying, I'm going to throw for 4,000 yards, yards, which I computed the other day, and you know my math history. It's not very good, except I know where to put the commas. 235 yards a game. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot anymore because there's 17 games. There's guys that did that with 14, 16 games. But if he could do that... They're going to win more than seven and a half games. Uh, seven and a half games, unless all their games are going to be thirty-one thirty. Exactly. Yeah. You know. I think there's a shot for the Bears to hit that over, and it'll... I would hope so. I do. Right. I, I, yeah. I, this is the first it, year, Carm, since I've been a kid, and that was a long time ago. That. I don't know. I used to say the Bears are going to stink this year. The Bears are going to be good this year. Mm. You know, used to go one way or the other. There's. We don't know this. A little team. more curious, yeah, Aren't yeah, you? yeah, a little bit. I still wonder about some of the defensive issues too. Like I do said. too. I, I wonder where the pass rush is going to come from. Well, that's that's the thing because they seem to have a good secondary. Their linebackers aren't bad, but if you don't have the trench guys, those linebackers are going to look bad by the third quarter. Yeah. The last team we needed to get into here a little bit, uh, the Lions. You know, team Mike wow. talked about liking maybe that over uh, nine I and like a half. I like the over nine and a half because nobody in their right mind would bet it, would they? <laughs> Well, you got golf. You know, he's better than people think, folks. He, he had did a good, go to a Super Bowl, and he had a good year last year. He certainly had a really he good second half. He could have been comeback half. player of the year. Yeah, he could have been. Detroit was 9-8 and eight last year. It's the first time the Lions finished over 500 since back-to-back 9-7 and seven seasons in 2016 and 17. Um, they play one extra away game this year, and I bring that up only to say uh, or point it out because it's important. They were much better at home. They went 5-2 and two straight up, 7-2 and two against the number at home. But listen to this. They averaged... 33 points per game at home last year, yeah. just 19.3 on the road. They averaged 6.32 yards per play at home, just 5.45 on the road. They had a quarterback rating of 109 at home, 87 on the road, and their adjusted net passing yards per attempt were almost two full yards greater at home than they were well, because on the road. Built for that, they're built for inside. When they go to Green Bay or Chicago, yeah. or when they're playing outdoors, it's a little different. Now they go to Minnesota, that that's indoors. But uh, look, I, I happen to think that they're the best of uh, the best average, of this group. Yeah, of that group. Yeah, I mean, but I. I don't understand it. They had a big deal about that gambling issue. Apparently, those players weren't all that good. Because usually, I remember, you know, when you'd get busted for gambling, like when Paul Horning got busted. It was a whole year, yeah. It ruined Packers' year, and the Bears won the championship. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, apparently that didn't affect them too much, did it? Because I thought one or two of those guys was pertinent. Jamison Williams is the biggest name on that list. Wasn't he he pertinent? He's not. I heard that word the other day, That's good. Keep using it. I heard it, it and uh, I watched the verdict with Paul That's good. I just love it. That's great. That's great. (laughs) I love the verdict. Uh, (laughs) Jamison Williams was suspended six games. Now, he got off a little bit lighter because he 
wasn't gambling on NFL games, if I understand it correctly. So he got off a little bit lighter, so but he's still going to miss play. six. He'll be able to play, but he's going to miss six. You know, I'm impressed What's with their schedule. Besides the usual North Division, uh, I'll I'll bring it up right now. Hold on, yeah. I'm impressed with what they did to address some of their defensive I like their coach. issues. He's like Ditka of this uh, era. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's Ditka of this era. He's out of his mind. Easy guy to like. Yeah, he's out of his mind. He's like old school, yeah, out of his mind. Easy guy to like. Absolutely, and you gotta like him. Um, I like what they did defensively because look, they were 28th in defensive DVOA speed. last year. They got a lot of speed. They signed three defensive backs and CJ Gardner Johnson, Cam Sutton, mm-hmm. and Emmanuel Mosley. They Grab Brian Branch in the second round out of Alabama. Um, they're hoping Aiden Hutchinson and James Houston are even better in year two coming oh, off the Aiden edge. Aiden Hutchinson, to me, I, I said that was the stud of the draft, I thought. And last year, he he was a, a man on a mission, man. Yeah. I mean, really good player. Um, and that, that, those two guys there. Their schedule, you know, look, they open well, they, they the they, they they, they the, the season against the game in Kansas City. They open at KC. Oh, my God. That's the opener. How about if they won that one, though? Oh, boy, that would be. Huh? They're about a nine-and-a-half-point underdog. Well, they're not, they shouldn't win that one. You got Patrick. Then home games with Seattle and Atlanta before they go to Green Bay on a short week in week four to they play Thursday night. They got a chance to be 2-1 either way. Two and one. Yeah, I think so. I think they'll be two and one, and I think they'll be. I like Atlanta to win some games. They're eight be... and a half, and I don't know who's on. I, I I don't think there's what they got the. They don't have a whole lot on that team. Here's the tough part for Detroit. Like the look at the end of their year. Like they they play at. Let's let's see how the Bears are, but they play at the Bears week fourteen Sunday December tenth, and you hit on it. Outdoor game, maybe the weather's bad. There you go. Detroit's not in its element. That's right. Then they're home against Denver, which could be a tricky game. We'll see how Sean Payton turns them around. Then they're at Minnesota on Christmas Eve, Tough at game. Dallas on Ooh. December 30th, and they Everybody's, finish. Everybody thinks Dallas is going to win it all again. Like that, that's, that's kind of a tough finish for tough. them. Oh, yeah. But you know what? Every every team has those stretches. Yours yeah. happens to be at a bad time. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I mean, it's going to be a good division. It's going to be interesting. Like I said, it's, it, it's the division of the unknown. Nobody knows. Well, the one thing I think Mike and I totally agree on, if you take anything away from this segment, we're fading Minnesota this year. I think we all yeah. we agree we like the yes. under, probably more than anything, the under 8.5 on the Vikings coming up here Yeah, they, they just seem to be, you know, their feet are in like four, yeah. four feet of mud. Yep. All right, when we come back, we will get some ponies from Jim Miller, and then we'll give you our best plays before we wrap things up. Don't go anywhere, folks. We are The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Casino and Resort. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Casino and Resort. Catch up all weekend on the ESPN Chicago app. We're listening Saturday morning from 10 to 11. Uh, normally we get ponies from Jim Miller, but Jimmy had something coming up. We'll catch up again next week with Jimbo. We uh, just did some real spirited, good deep diving into the NFC North. We'll be doing more and more football as we get closer and closer, looking at some uh, other NFL futures. It's no shock that Patrick Mahomes is your Favorite to go back-to-back in MVP is about the six and a half to one. Right there with Joe Burrow, Mike, who's six and a half, seven to one, depending where you shop. And then Josh Allen is seven to one, and Jalen Hurts is about nine to one. And that seems like the proper four when you think about where we are in the NFL and you know what we expect from those four quarterbacks and those four teams entering 2023. First of all, no Bear fan or no Bear media member wanted Patrick Mahomes at number two when Mitch was taken. So let's get that off the shelf. <laughs> 
number one. Number two, because everybody goes, no, because most of us wanted Watson at that time. Yeah. We all wanted Watson. And, you know, that would have been good, too. It didn't work out. Now, let's get that out of the way, okay? Then you go to a guy like Burrow, okay? I didn't think he'd be this good, Carm. I thought he'd be good. He's so good. I know. But did you think he'd walk in? No. Like he did with a a cold-weather franchise down in the dumps like Cincinnati. I didn't. These two guys, Mahomes and Burrow, not only are two of the best quarterbacks in the game, but two of the biggest surprises to play at that level. Because I didn't think Burrow would be as good as he is. I thought he'd be good. But I never thought Mahomes would be this good. And I think Nobody they, did. And I think they've totally solidified themselves as the two best. Absolutely. I think it's in, uh, Lamar it's, Jackson has question marks. Yeah. You know, he, he has health problems sometimes. Burrow plays good. With, these two guys, you know what Mahomes and Burrow are? Coach extenders. Yeah. Franchise extenders. They cover up yep. a lot of what ails you. Like, Burrow doesn't have an offensive line, a real good one? Right. Big deal. Big deal. I think and Mahomes, yeah. same way. Yeah. Big deal. I will cover everything up and make this franchise look better than it does. They're the only two guys that do that right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Because Justin Herbert's supposed to do that with San Diego. Yeah, and he's. I think he's getting on the verge of it. I think he he's awfully be, good, but too. But let me ask you, would, if Mahomes was on San Diego, wouldn't they be a better football team, Yes, I opinion? think probably, yes. Probably. I think Mahomes is otherworldly. And Burroughs, too. Yeah. And Burroughs, too. Yeah, I think so. You know, Justin Fields is 16-1 to 1 <laughs> to be MVP. I mean, well, I, I got to see a lot more of it. Yeah, I'd like I to see him. you're right. I look, look, you can't lose nine in a row and be 16. I know, I mean, right? It's crazy. The fawning over him is, uh, uh, is so sickening and apropos. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, I know we people want him to succeed, but a lot of people jumped in with him because they didn't like the other guy. Bottom line is, you got to win a game. You got to yeah. win two games. I mean, you know, you got to win the division. And Justin Fields seems very cocky this year. A quiet, not cocky, a confident. And he says, I'm going to throw for 4,000 yards. That caught my eye the other day. Yeah. No Bears ever done that. Nobody's, no Bears ever done The only franchise and, to and not you know what? 4,000-yard pass. Caught my eye. And I said, that's 235 a game. You get some sort of running game with that. A little defense, yeah. you got a shot. Yeah. Uh, your guy, Dan Campbell, is the favorite for coach of the year. I like that I choice at 7.5 to 1. He's yeah. a pirate. He's the guy that would be on the guard, the yard oh, yeah. arm or whatever with the sword. Yeah. That's who he is. Totally. Matt Eberflus is second choice at eight and a half to one. And Matt Eberflus is the man with the folder that goes yeah. into office three yeah. and sits at the second cubicle because Matt's not the excitable guy. No. And I, we like our coaches a little more exciting, but if they win, that's all that matters. I'll tell you a couple guys I like. Sean Payton at nine to one I think is interesting to look <sighs> at. And Robert Sala at sixteen to one. If Roger stays healthy and bounces back, the expectations are going to be pretty high well, on that team. But they're, they're supposed to be. First of all, I'm surprised it's that high. You get Aaron Rodgers, shouldn't it be eight to one, ten to one, sixteen to one? I mean, twelve to one, something like that. Sixteen to one. He just 16 picked up to a one. franchise guy. I know. With all the nice who, pieces that they have around him, who is suffering uh, his digression a little bit from last year? But we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, Brett Favre did it. So, you know, I mean, he went to Minnesota, which was great. 
Amazing that they went from Favre to Rodgers. It's hard to believe they could go to another Hall of Fame quarterback a third straight time, right, in Green Bay. It just seems so unlikely that they'd be able to rip this off three straight times. No, I, yeah. I think that's once in a lifetime. Yeah, I think it is. You're right. Yeah, I think it's like the Bears when they drafted Buckus and Sayers in right. one year. Yeah. It's the same thing with the quarterbacks with Favre and, and little return. Sorry, yeah. folks. Yep. Little return. One Super Bowl for each. I mean, to win. Little return in 32 years. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think as Bear fans, I mean, you're like, what? So they've been to, they've been they've been to, to three. three with the two of them, right? Yeah, and they won. And we've they been won to two. two. Yeah, and we've been, been, we yeah. went with Gross. Yep. For oh, God's sake. Oh, my God, it's still <laughs> remarkable that we went with Gross. Right we went with, with Sexy Rexy, How baby. How the hell did that happen? Huh? My he goodness. could walk into a bar right now. He's a little bit plumper, I heard, than he used to be. Sit down at the bar and go, you know what? I won a Super Bowl once, and everybody would look went at him. Went to a Super Bowl, yeah. And they'd go, Who, yeah. you won a Super Bowl? We'll put down money you didn't. And guess what? Well, he, he went won. to a Super Bowl. They didn't win one, but he well, went no, to a I, Super Bowl. I, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they exactly. Won a, he could walk in and say, I he won an NFC won championship it. game. I won the NFC championship game, and I played against Peyton Manning. It's crazy. And, and almost won that I game. said, no, you didn't. Um, no, all you- right. As we uh, wrap up this week, let's mm-hmm. try to identify some best plays for everybody. We had an okay week last week. I finally yeah. gave it a baseball winner. It's about time. I got a game. Good for you, Carm. I was happy for you. You want to go first? I'll go uh, first today. You want me to go first? Yeah, I'll do it. it. It's about your Rangers, too, Mike. The Rangers. I love my Rangers. Rangers are at home. Interleague. How about this uh, interesting little series this weekend? The Dodgers and the Rangers. Uh, Rangers are playing great. Minus 120 favorite tonight. But I'm looking at the number, nine and a half. All right, Rangers Whoa. are 6-0 and out of the break. They're averaging five and a half runs per game over that span. Games at Globe Life this season, 28, 17, and 6 to the over. That's the second highest mark in MLB. Rangers have a ton of left-handed pop in that lineup. They're killing righties right now. Dodgers starting Tony Gonsolin. A righty, Corey Seager, against his old team. I like the angle here for the over. I think maybe a nice offensive explosion to start this series between the Dodgers and the Rangers. I like over nine and a half for that game tonight. Okay, and uh, I got two. One is Brian Harmon. I'm going to stay with Brian Harmon. I got him at plus 275. Get him at plus money now, folks. And remember, if you live bet, that money you put into Brian Harmon, if you see somebody climbing and you feel good about what they're doing, you could do that. Grab them, too, and try to get your money back. Or stay with who I think is going to win the Open. Could be from uh, from uh, anywhere from six to seven strokes because I think he's been playing that good, Brian Harmon. But also, Carm, I like Seattle tonight playing Toronto. Mm. Uh, Toronto at Seattle. This is a game where I have to wake up at one in the yeah, morning. Yes, you will. B will be going. What's the matter? Well, what Are you having trouble breathing? I go. No, no I just. I, <laughs> I got to check Seattle. I got to check Seattle. She goes, wait, you flying there? No, <laughs> the Mariners. Uh, so wait, wait. Minus one fifteen. Eric likes that. That's I can so tell good. you. Plus 105 uh, for Toronto on the 10 cent line. Bryce Miller going for Seattle. And uh, uh, for Toronto, yeah, I call him meat, but uh, they call him uh, UK Kikuchi. Hey, Kikuchi. Yeah, and they need more than him. I know that Toronto right now, by the way, forget about tonight. Like Toronto, maybe they're only five and a half games back right now, and they're starting to put a streak together for themselves. But the will end tonight, take Seattle minus the 115. Seattle minus the 115. It, Brian Harmon, love it. Thanks to Luke Pergani for joining us. Thanks to Eric Ostrowski for producing the show as always, and we hope everyone has a great, great weekend. Enjoy the British Open. Uh, more football preview next week and in the weeks to come. Bears will be at camp when uh, Mike and I get back together with you next yep. week. So have a great one, everybody. And uh, Mikey, you have a good weekend, and we'll see everyone next Friday. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.